This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, on the phone with us today is Laura Osnes, and she is a two-time Tony Award nominee. She played Sandy in Greece on Broadway, Bonnie and Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, she even saluted Dick Van Dyke at the Kennedy Center Honors. And this is like with a song, not like a salute to Dick Van Dyke. And uh, now she has hit the big time and is coming to Annapolis, Maryland on July 29th at Maryland Hall. Welcome, Laura. How are you? Hi, John. I'm so good. Thanks for having me. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, first of all, you are a big deal. And it's really actually pretty exciting to me uh, that you're coming here to Maryland Hall. And I'm more excited. Actually, I've talked to two Broadway peeps this year. I talked to Joanna Gleason back in March. Yes, so she wonderful. Was, um, and she was here and for our film fest for her first film. So it was uh, it's pretty cool. And I'd love to talk to the uh, the arts crowd as well. But you know, as I you know, look through your bio that, uh, and again, you're coming to Maryland Hall on the 29th, but I looked through your bio, man, that acting and singing bug uh, bit you pretty hard a long time ago and had some <laughs> lasting symptoms, didn't it? It did indeed. I did my first show in second grade. I played a munchkin in the Wizard of Oz back in Minnesota, where I'm from. And uh, I fell in love. And I said, I want to play Dorothy someday. And I did. I got to play Dorothy twice in my youth. Um, and I, I never looked back. Wow. Okay. So now, so that was second grade in, and where was that in? That was back in Minnesota, like a okay. community theater in Minnesota. So how do, how do we make the jump from there to Broadway? Well, in 2007, I, um, I grew up working in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis, St. Paul and doing a lot of professional theater as well as some school theater. And in 2007, I won a TV reality show that was casting Sandy and Danny in Greece on Broadway. I flew to LA and auditioned. This was on NBC. It was called Greece. You're the one that I want. And it was much like American Idol where we sang live on TV every week and America called in and voted. And I ended up winning that competition and got to play Sandy in Greece on Broadway. Broadway for a year when I was 21. It was a dream come true. And then you went from there. Yes. And then I continued to stay in the city. Um, and I, I got an agent. I started auditioning like crazy and had a very blessed career doing six Broadway shows over, you know, 14 years of living on Manhattan. That's fantastic. Well, let's talk about what's going to happen here in Annapolis. First things first, I guess, about the show. It's going to be on Saturday evening at 730 at our own Maryland Hall. And it's part of the Classic Theater of Maryland's 10th anniversary celebration, which is a wonderful theater company right down here on West Street. Tickets are available at MarylandHall.org or ClassicTheaterMaryland.org. And you're going to be performing with our resident cabaret artist from the Classic Theater of Maryland, as well as the Unified yes. Jazz Ensemble, which is their house band. And yes, and they're they're an incredible like jazz band, and we're doing classics like Duke Ellington, Cole Porter, George Gershwin. There's going to be like tap dancing and you know lots of like gorgeous costumes. It's going to be a really classy night, and I'm very excited to be part of it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it it is titled a little bit of Broadway and all that jazz, and right. um, it it will be fun. I mean, I have seen the Unified Jazz Ensemble several times, and they are just absolutely wonderful. And I got a question for you because. Most productions, whether it be a fifth grade band concert um, or Dorothy in the second grade up in Minnesota, right. okay, exactly, uh, they they have rehearsals, and you know if you if you are a rock band, you're going out on tour and and you're rehearsing and you're doing the same thing night and night. I mean Taylor Swift, she goes in, she does her sound check, and off she goes and comes back and does yep. the show. How does a pro like you? adapt to, and I hate to use the term, but like a one night stand here in Annapolis with the Unified Jazz Ensemble and the Classic right? Theater of Maryland. No, 
It's a really great question. And it, we actually had to choose our repertoire carefully because we initially had like six group numbers. And I was like, I have to be honest, I'm, I'm flying in only the day before. So we will have an afternoon and, and the day of to get to rehearse with the orchestra and make sure things are set, especially with choreography and stuff. Um, this is going to be directed and choreographed by Sally Boyette, who I'm actually, I'm currently working on producing a song with her cousin here in Nashville. So it's a very small world. <laughs> um, but I, she is kind of choreographing, directing the whole night. And I am going to be involved in some of the group numbers, but we're just kind of strategically picking how I'm involved. And I am, I will be dancing a little bit and costume changing. And so that's it. It's like, they're learning their stuff. I'm learning my stuff on my own. And I, I have several solos I'm doing throughout the night as well that I am already very familiar with. And then we're going to, we're going to have 24 hours to put it all together. <laughs> God bless you all, man. <laughs> Hopefully. That's that's part of what keeps it exciting, right? It's like, hey, like this is what we love to do. We all kind of thrive in that environment. It really does. And and Sally has done such a great job with Classic Theater of Maryland here. She, I mean, was originally branded as the Annapolis Shakespeare Company and it's just taking it to new, new heights all the time. And I especially love their monthly cabaret series where – uh, they do a monthly intimate cabaret, which is is pretty awesome there. It's awesome um, to get both Shakespeare and like Broadway cabaret from one theater company, right? True, <laughs> that's true. Amazing. Well, are there are there any surprises or do you have any spoilers for the show that's coming? Ooh, well, I might have already given one away that there will be tap dancing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm singing a lot of some of my favorite songs. Um, I already gave you some composers, but it's stuff from Crazy For You. I'm singing like Embraceable You and um, Someone To Watch Over Me, Over the Rainbow, I think is currently in there. A uh, lovely, a couple songs from Broadway shows I've been a part of. I think this is going to be a toe-tapping night of so many songs that the audiences are going to know and love and want to hum along with. And um, I think it's going to be really jazzy and sparkly and showy. I haven't been to the theater yet, so I'm excited to see the space. You know, it, it, you're you're actually probably going to like this. It's got great acoustics for, and I, I don't even want to say for what it is. It has great acoustics. That's a hard stop. It's an, old, it's an old 1950s, maybe 60s high school auditorium that's been renovated time and time again. And it's really a great venue. Um, to hear it sounds something like, like it has, this. yeah, some history and some charm still, still in in the beams <laughs> in it, the walls. It, it, it does. I mean, it's not quite, not quite, you know, what you might see in New York on Broadway or you know some of those very ornate theaters. But I mean, it definitely has some has some history to it, and it's a it's 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 a great it's a great. I say little venue, but it's got like six hundred and seventy five seats or something like Ooh, that in there. Yes, but you know, I do always love talking to the artsy crowd here because what I find is that you all have so much more passion than anybody else because you don't mm -hmm. do this initially for the money. I mean, if the money rolls around and the fame rolls around and the fortune and everything else, that's awesome. But you got into this in second grade, took a shot on this, you know, in a, in a reality show without knowing there was any success down the road. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's done for the love of that. And that really shows when you see an artist performing that it is done for the love of it. That's exactly it. There really isn't, I don't think, an art form that quite compares to something live in front of you on the stage. And for me in particular, 
you know, uh, the last few years has been difficult on our industry and, uh, and singing and all of that. And I don't take a single moment for granted that I get to stand on a stage anymore and use the gifts that I've been given <laughs> and get to make music and be creative with other artists. It is, it is so special. It is so precious. And after not getting to do it for so long, um, I just think it's it's an experience for an audience and for an artist on the stage that cannot be replicated through any other medium. And so that's why I'm I'm thrilled to get to go and have the jazz band, get to meet the artists there in Maryland. I've been up to that area in the DC area a lot, but haven't been recently. So I'm excited to to get to come back up there and and not only, yes, do it for the joy that I get, but also get to impact other people and make our audiences happy and give them a little bit of an escape. And like, like we said earlier, have, have that toe tappy night of just kind of some glitz and glamor that I think we all could use right now. True. I'll tell you, you know, you've played dozens of roles uh, throughout your career. Um, do you, is there a favorite one that you, that really sticks to your mind? Was it Sandy? Was it Dorothy? Back sure. in second grade. You know, every, everyone always asks that. And to be honest, if I, if I were to say, like, it's kind of like choosing your favorite child. They're, they're all, I love them all for different reasons. I think I, I'm most known for playing Cinderella. I think that is the role that I will, I will you know, be claiming till, till the end of time um, and that people will always remember me as. Um, but I think, you know, one of the most fulfilling shows I got to do was a musical called Bandstand. It's not a movie. It's not a book. It's a brand new, it was a brand new original Broadway musical. So I got to create the role from the ground up and, you know, was the first and only person to play my character's name was Julia Trojan. And it was a, it was a show about a group of World War II vets that returned from the war and started a swing band. And I played a war widow who had lost her husband. And I interviewed a lot of Gold Star wives in preparation for the process. We dedicated every show to a veteran. And it became like so much more about like, so much more than just like entertaining people, but about actually kind of healing people and, and honoring a bigger cause than just ourselves. And that was very fulfilling. Um, just as a, as a side story, you know, some, some roles are more fun and just joyful. Some are magical. Some are, are growing opportunities where I have to stretch myself as an artist and some are just, just rewarding and fulfilling because you're, you know, you're telling an important message. And that's got to be so rewarding as an artist, as an actor, to be able to create it from scratch. For sure. I was lucky enough to get to originate, let's see, like three, three Broadway shows. Three of my six were original musicals. And, you know, I grew up listening to cast albums. I was the little girl that acted out musicals in her living room. And then now to get to be the voice on several cast albums yeah. and having having girls and, and young aspiring artists going, I listened to you on that album. Like now I get to be that for someone else and hopefully inspire them to pursue their dream as well. That's so cool. Are there any roles that um, may be on your bucket list? Oh, yeah. Um, I really love the, I don't know if anybody knows The Music Man, the show The Music Man. It is actually um, on Broadway. It was just on Broadway with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. I've done the show three times, again, in my youth, and the lead role in that is Marion Peru, and I'd love to play Marion someday. I would love to do My Fair Lady. Um, I would love to do, like, Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Um, I did get to play Cinderella, but, I, you know, Belle would be fun, too. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot. I, I would love to do, like, Crazy for You and get to tap dance or 42nd Street. You know, there's yeah. – there's I've, I've gotten to check a lot of dream roles off my list already as well. Sounds like you've checked a lot of boxes in your life as, you, <laughs> as, as you've gone up here. Well, I know, I know that you've recently relocated to Nashville, and 
I don't want to say entering another part of your life or a, another yeah. thing, but you're more into singing as opposed to singing and dancing and acting on Broadway. And that's very exciting. Yeah, it's been a really kind of um, unique and fun transition to be down in Nashville. Obviously, it's still Music City. And um, I, I went through kind of a, a hard experience a couple years ago that inspired me to begin writing my own music. And I released an EP last fall. And I actually have a song coming out this Friday, the 28th, which is the day before the concert. Um and I'm releasing a couple more singles before the holidays here. So please stay tuned um, and and listen. It's been a, a, an exciting challenge. I feel like at this point in my life, I've, I've always brought other people's words to life. That's been my job. And for the first time, I'm kind of getting to share my story in my heart. And... Um, and sing in that way. And then I've also, I also just finished filming a, a Christmas movie. So I kind of do that on the side as well. It's been a cool season of exploring additional forms of creativity and art um, than just through musical theater and that Broadway outlet. Very cool. What are you liking better? Are you liking Broadway or, or is this one of those kid questions again? No, well, it's, you know, I think I'm in, there's seasons. I think when I was in New York, I loved it. I, I thought Broadway was my calling. I only ever saw myself doing musical theater and actually TV film stuff kind of scared me. And then in the last kind of five years, I did my first Hallmark movie in 2018 and I was terrified. And then I did it and I was like, wait, this is actually kind of fun. And now I really, my heart has really changed to really enjoy the TV film space. Um, and I'm pursuing more of those opportunities these days in addition to writing music. So I think I'm just kind of in this natural kind of transition of exploring, you know, other ways to, to use my gifts. I'm still acting and I'm still singing, but I'm doing them now a little bit more separately. <laughs> well, yeah. since you've done both, is Broadway a little bit more difficult? To me, it would seem a little bit easier or a little bit more difficult to be on Broadway because... When you're doing TV, you've got a director that goes, cut, you screwed that up. Do it again. Yeah. You know, there's nothing like the, I want to say like athleticism that it takes to be on Broadway. It is eight shows a week. Um, you know, you're constantly having to be careful with your voice and with your body because that schedule and the stamina that it takes to to do that is it's, it's wild. I mean, it is, you do really have to just take such good care of yourself. And it's a lot of pressure in that, in that way. But, you know, the TV film thing is exhausting in a different way. It's longer hours. You know, you're needed, you know, 12 to 13 hours a day, potentially. But you're just kind of waiting around. And then when you're on, you're on. As where Broadway is like three hours of, you know, giving 150%. Um, so it's it takes energy out of you in different ways. But I think that I, I agree that the stamina that Broadway requires is definitely harder. I want to thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Lauren. I want to thank you very much for coming to Annapolis. Uh, I mean, we're all excited to see you on Saturday. Again, it's on Saturday, the 29th. MarylandHall.org is where you can get tickets or ClassicTheaterMaryland.org. There are some still available, not a whole lot. So go get them right now as you're listening to this. And I can't wait to see you Saturday. And what we're going to do is I'm going to make sure that everybody has a chance to hear what the magic of Laura Osnes sounds like, because we're going to play Thick Skin Soft Heart on the way out of here. Oh, that's nice. Thank but, you. I appreciate it. And if anybody wants to know more about Laura, you can go to her website at lauraosnes.com. And that's L-A-U-R-A-O-S-N-E-S.com. And thank you so much. Safe travels from Nashville up to Annapolis. And I can't wait to see your show on Saturday. Because you're so 
Thank you, John. I appreciate it. We'll see you there. Small town, big dreams. Packed my bags and took my song to the city. Wasn't easy. Soon enough, I learned. Gonna have to build a thick skin. It's soft heart. Won't let anything get me down when it gets hard. Even when it seems like the world's against me, I'll be marching on with a smile swimming upstream. With thick skin and a soft heart. your heart so be careful oh my sweet girl no you can't be too naive but i'm learning through the fire the things that break me down only refine me no they won't define me has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.